Mike check, one, two, one, two. Mike check, one, two, one, two. Yeah, start it up. Right. Let's, <laughs> let's get it in while we can. Yo, they never get this crazy whenever we at this location. But but this is the most full we've ever seen the parking lot. Uh, I don't know if any of y'all had trouble. Did you have trouble getting nah, it here? it was easy getting in this mode. Now, once you gave me some uh, advice, though. So right, knew, right, right, right. I knew it was next, though, because at For first sure. I was kind of confused. You feel me? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Well, we are live on location in the cut with Kurt James podcast. As y'all can see, we have a special guest here live in the building. We got my guy, CEO of Good Feeling Hemp, Martel Matthews. What's going on, brother? What's happening, Kurt? Chris, how you doing, bro? Hey, I appreciate you having me on the platform. You know, I love to talk. If it's anything where I can come and we can have conversations around cannabis, around financial wealth, around building, just around real life. For black people, this is my shit. So I love being able to have this type of communication. So appreciate you inviting me on the platform. Oh, absolutely, brother. This was a long time in the making. Where do uh, I want to say, Dre? Where do we meet uh, Martell at? Uh, he he was actually at the the Chase Black Entrepreneur Week. So um, you know, a company that I work with uh, was having a week shot putting spotlight on black entrepreneurs in the community, and he was actually one of the speakers on the panel. So, right, right. yeah, very intelligent brother, man. He, he, we appreciate you coming out here and spreading some knowledge, man. I appreciate it, man. Look, hold on. Let's keep it a book. Me, Curtis, and Dre was up in there eating chicken wings. So, everybody <laughs> else, look, look, look. we was eating chicken wings. That's how we in met. The back before I even got on the panel, I was like, oh, yeah, they thorough niggas. I like look, y'all. You feel look, me? We, I eat some thorough guys. Look, we, got, <laughs> we went in there. We went straight to the food. Look, like, as soon as we got in there, we saw that there was plates. As we we walked into the back, it had like a little door that sectioned it off. We see Martel back there grubbing it up. We all just back there eating. So, said, okay, these my kind of brothers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's get it. Very genuine, very organic meeting man for real for real so we appreciate you coming man no, sure. so i mean to kick it off brother just tell us a little bit about your, your well, hold background. real quick real quick i'm gonna cut you off uh, go ahead i appreciate martel for coming i don't know if you want to share but my guy was in third ward oh yeah the other night and we all know what happens in third ward unfortunately i don't like saying that what you gotta say real quick GT? that happens everywhere <laughs> he gonna have it everywhere. Look, he trying to protect him. <laughs> I stay in River Oaks, and we were just on the news. And it's still so, happening. Yeah. So watch out. So it, it's the city. Okay, that's what it that's is. Fair, fair hey. point. Fair point. It's, it's, I'm just gonna say this: If you're listening in, it's holiday season. Make sure you don't keep no good belongings in your car, in your vehicle, because people are. Breaking windows, robbing your doors, they popping your trunk, trying to see what you got, you know. So last night I was at Third Ward. We had a good time, you know. We was out on the town, you know. Man, we went, we went, we had some fun. Man, I came outside. I looked at my vehicle. I see, damn, what the fuck is all this glass on the ground? Right. I opened up the back seat, the back door. Man, they took my my briefcase that had my my computer in it, had my nine millimeter in it, had my uh, iPad in it, which I usually don't have that much stuff with me. But I was already outside, you know. Right, right, so right. they they caught business, handling the business going, and then just had had a little drink, one or two. They caught me slipping, but you know God is good, so I'm gonna get all that back times ten. But I will say. Boy, I did a police report right away, and I gave my motherfucking serial number. If you got a weapon, you better give them your serial you number so if anything happens, you won't be eligible liable. for liable for shooting somebody or killing somebody. That gun is not registered as a stolen, you know, stolen gun. Weapon. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if not, boy, come and get you. They is. Yep. Like, and with us being where we is, you know, that's they can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> they can't wait. That's great advice. I would have never thought that. I would have never thought that. 
they find your shit, it's gonna take about three months to get back. Yep. Yeah, that part too. They got they got to take it downtown and shoot. Now I don't I don't want to dwell too much on that. Now was everything was in the trunk or you had it in the in clear plain sight or yeah, they it just was, it was hey I was slipping, bro. See, this is when you get too comfortable. Never get comfortable, people. I was too comfortable and I had it on the ground. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now, I had a little jacket over. They took my jacket too, and I had my CJ Straw jersey. I'm like, come on, bro. Don't hit my CJ. Yeah. Like, yeah, come, come on, on bro. Dog. They hit my jersey too. Yeah, that, they they pissed me off. I ain't gonna lie, but yeah. Okay. Bet, bet. Now, Dre, you say you want to kick it off? Yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. Just tell us a little bit about your background. You know where you from? All right, most definitely. So I grew up in Mo City, Texas. You know, I'm a Mo City Southside baby. My pops lived in South Park, off South Seas, and my grandma Herm Clark. So I'm legit Mo City Southside, Houston, Texas, born and raised. Big you know, from from the ground up. Um, you know, came up in. I don't hear no rebuttals this time. <laughs> we have a guest. We have a guest. <laughs> let him go. Let him hey, go. Hey, <laughs> they be like, no, I'm sorry. Hey, hey, shout out, shout out to the whole city though. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Slim. Some of my boy Slim Thugger up there on the north side too. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody. But this uh yeah, bro, I, I started off as an entrepreneur. I played college ball back in the day. I played hot high school ball too at on uh, Hot Tower. Wait, went football to or football? Okay, okay. Yeah, I play. I really played all sports, but football was really my 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 jam. You okay. feel me? Okay. I went to two state championships. Ended up playing in the Texas All Star game my senior year. Um, we played in the state my senior year too at the Cowboy Stadium. Lost by five points, man. Six points. That's the, still hurt, my man. My boy still reminisce hey, about that man, loss, man. That's still, we know that's about still that, a hard loss that. that we took, man. But anyway, so I, I just transitioned my love for sports and my love for the game into business, right? So I went Immediately? To, yeah, really. I've been, a, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 18. So I've been an entrepreneur for over a decade now, you know. Okay. I, I jumped into entrepreneurship really young, selling candy, cutting people's yards, doing the stuff that everybody used right. to do. But um, but when I got into my real entrepreneur, I, I did kind of network marketing. Okay. So I did a company called Amway at the time. You know, it was selling like electricity, things like that. Then I got into Amazon, uh, not Amazon. Uh, it was another company that sold vitamins, right? Okay. And so I started selling Amway vitamins as well. ACN was the first company, then it was Amway. So, bro, I was young, though, right? But I'm black. I'm in a room full of white people. I really felt, un- I felt uncomfortable, to be honest with you. Like, I've never been around these all these type of individuals but it helped me grow because i became comfortable talking to any and everybody right and that's how i am now you feel me i can go in the hood talk to people i can go to a golf course and talk to old white people i can go talk to some asian people it don't matter where i'm at and i can be myself with it you know but like we were saying when we first came in you ain't got a code switch when you're authentic you just keep it a book and people can feel it you know they can feel who you are so um, all that came from the experience but the last four years have been in this cannabis space. Once I left corporate America, I started a company, Good Feeling Hemp. So I flew out to Colorado, met my business partner, Ian Terry, who's my manufacturer, right? So one of the things that's unique about my company and what we do is we don't just produce products and sell it. We actually make them ourselves as well, right? Okay. And so we work with other vendors too, but we black on. It's not. It's very few companies that are in cannabis that are black owned, but even fewer that are black owned and make their own products, right? So I'm the plug, plug. So people who <laughs> come talk. to me, 
I make their products and then they the plug to their people. You know what I mean? If you think about it that way. So we've been able to revolutionize what we do by also bringing cannabis online and having education around it, selling products digitally. I can send my products to all 50 states because I'm in CBD hemp cannabis, right? right? I also could do marijuana if I chose to. I haven't got into that market yet, but when, when it opens up, I will. You know what I mean? And now, what's the differences while you on that? Well, so the reason why I haven't gotten into the marijuana market here in Texas is because legally in the state of Texas, you can sell Delta 9, Delta 8 CBD or Delta 9 CBD, long as it's, uh, long as it's the, under the point nine. Um, 0.9 TAC. Right. So, so look. So let me let me explain that a little bit better. It's two plants. You have marijuana. And you have a hemp plant. Anything above 0.3 delta 9 TAC is marijuana. Okay. Illegal in the United in, in Texas, right? Anything under that is hemp. So long as you got hemp, since the 2008 Farm Bill that uh, Donald Trump signed, he right. made it where anybody in the motherfucking United States of America can sell hemp. To get your license, though, I got my license in 2021. It's a lady in the state of Texas named Randy. Randy is the lady who handles all licensing in the state. You can send her an email. It costs about three, 400 bucks to get your license. And you can be a, a, a local dispensary, really, right? So I teach people the game because it's, it's, it's a game that can be sold. And if other people get their license, they, then they can get into this market and start elevating, you know? Fire. Okay, Fire. bet. Yeah, so you, you touched on, you know, being a black-owned business. You know, what is the importance of that for the black community, especially being not only a black-owned business, but one of the first black-owned on IPO, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. touch on that a little bit for me. Well, we well, we will IPO. So we got shares. Right now we're raising a million dollars in capital. I got us on a number one platform called um, uh, Mainvest, so you can go invest in our company right now if you choose to, right? Mainvest? Yeah, uh, Mainvest. Uh, WeFunder, actually. Mainvest is another one, but we're on WeFunder.com. Okay. It's called Good Feeling Hemp. So on WeFunder.com, you can go and you can invest and have pre-shares in our, our company. Okay. So the way that I chose to raise my million dollars was to do it with a safe note. A safe note is almost like a convertible note, but with a convertible note, you have debt, right? With a safe, you don't have to worry about no debt. An entrepreneur can give me $100,000, $10,000, and like true fact, I just I just closed 10000 two days ago before I got here, right? So um, Mr. Curtis, actually, it's funny name. His name is Curtis. <laughs> Mr. Curtis just um, invested 10K into our company. I sent him a safe digitally, right, because he's actually in Alabama. I sent him a safe. He signed the safe. He reviewed it. He wired the 10000 into our business account, right, that we bank with Chase currently. He wired the money into our account, and then now he has $10,000 worth of shares once that share converts into equity. So it's not equity yet because we're not trading on the stock form or anything like that, but he's investing in the future of what we're going to be because he sees, he believes in us, he sees the business plan. It makes sense. So if you're a business owner, right, if you're in cannabis, you're anything, you can be in trucking, you can be, you can have uh, your own company and products you sell and you want to raise some money, yeah. you ain't got to raise a million, you might want to raise 500000 you might want to raise 100000 You can use vehicles like a safe, to actually invest, have people invest in you, and you give them the legal paperwork for them to then be able to like have yeah, I was some just, shares. I mean to cut you off. I was just gonna ask for those that don't know, cause you was kicking a lot of knowledge about convertible notes and safes. Like if you could kind of break that down real quick. I know you was you was breaking it down, but just yeah. for those that don't know. And look for those who I'm not no lawyer. That's not legal advice. <laughs> I just, nigga, I went and did a lot of this research for myself because right. honestly, to tell the truth, when I was doing this in 2020. I couldn't afford to pay no lawyer to teach me this. So I had to go read and I had to go learn these things, right? But basically a convertible note is if you if somebody gives you some money 
you give them a piece of paper. It's a contract, a legal contract, saying that I'm going to either pay you back this 10000 you gave me either in shares or I'm going to pay you back as a loan plus the interest that you put on it. That's a convertible note. If you do a safe, it's called S-A-F-E, like it sounds, right. a safe. And if you, if everybody who's listening, if y'all want to look it up, go to Y Combinator. Y Combinator. It's a, it's a Y-C-O-M-B-I-N-A-T-O-R, right? They're the first company out of um, Silicon Valley in California who created the safe document. So it's already created. So you don't got to get a lawyer to make it. You can just go download that motherfucker, right. put all of your company shit in, and then send it to whoever's investing in you, right? But it's already set up, and people are familiar with it. So I recommend using the safe because you don't have no debt. Right. Uh, if you use the convertible note, it's technically debt, so you have to pay that back. As a safe, the reality is, as an investor, if, if my company fails, their money also fails too. So it is high risk, high reward. I tell all of my investors that this is no guaranteed investment. But if you you betting on the right horse, if you betting on me, and right. if you betting on my company, we gonna win. So you know that's that's they just believe in the vision, so they they invest. But yeah, I would use a safe if you're trying to raise capital. Great knowledge, great knowledge. Y'all getting here on in the cut with Kurt James. Now, I want to ask you this: What are some of the challenges you faced just being an entrepreneur and specifically in the cannabis industry? Okay, yeah, that's a great question, Curtis. So for me, uh, man, I'm I'm pioneering in the space. And that, that shit sound cool until you realize what that actually means. That means you you are creating a space that is not there. I'm creating a market that's not there, right? I looked up the research, the data. 76% of all cannabis were bought by Caucasian women. CBD cannabis, right? This is in 2021. Okay. Only 11% were bought by Hispanic Americans. Only 10% by African Americans. So that means that for me, I'm like, damn. So black people and Hispanics, they ain't buying this yet. Now they're gonna be, but they are not buying this yet. So I'm creating a product that when I'm out, when I was out selling, bro, people laugh and they come through. They're like, "Damn, you selling CBD? Right. You selling nigga? I smoke weed." That's that's that's, that's, <laughs> yep. that's, that's, that's how they look, you know what I'm And I'm like, "All right, cool, cool, cool." But little little do they know, <laughs> little do they know, this is a 24 billion dollar industry with a B. Yeah, man. And the biggest company only got five percent. So if it's a $24 billion industry and the largest company is called Charlotte's Web, they, first, they was one of the first ones who started out of Colorado and they only got 5%, that means, nigga, I can come get 4%, 3%, whatever, and I'm still taking a big chunk of that $24 billion, You know what I mean? And it's not, and it's barely any black people who look like us in this room that's in, that's in this industry, right? right? So I pioneered in this space. The, the first two years was, it was hard, bro. It was hard. It was, it was hard. I had the, my, my website was getting shut down because I was doing regular merchant processing, but it's called high risk processing. It's almost like if you were selling guns online or cer certain things like that, it's a high risk. So you got to have a certain type of merchant processor to, to make the trans transaction online and then send it to your bank account you know so i had to learn all these things i had to learn who to bank with you can't bank with bank of america regular chase accounts you can't bank with them just outright and say i'm cannabis right you have to be a distribution company or you have to be a certain type of entity right and then be able to invest and bank with them so it's like things like that that you don't know and people don't teach you so you know when you first get in the industry you just bumping your head i'm in year five now so i've been in cannabis for five years as a professional 
original. You know what I'm saying? I've been smoking shit since college. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not no avid weed head, but I for shit show smoke. You feel me? I'm right. a sativa smoker like I was just talking about earlier. I, I prefer sativa or hybrids because I'm up and I'm doing stuff. I want to be active. Now, in the couch, in the couch, you want to be in the couch, you know what I'm saying? You can get in the cut later, but I'm usually a sativa indica. But, yeah, it, it was a lot of things I had to learn and shit. I'm, I'm still learning, but, you know, I'm leading the way for sure. Great knowledge. My man is dropping jewels here. Um, and I got a lot of stuff to say. I know you, you had something else that you wanted to add real quick. I mean, I mean, as you touched on being a trailblazer in the industry, you know, what would you tell, you know, someone that's trying to come up in that industry? Okay. Okay. Um, I would say, I would say pick your products wisely. If you're going to come up in this industry, decide what what are you going to come up in this industry doing, right? You can have topical products that can be like creams, oils, bath bombs, things that's going to help people who have inflammation, who have back pain, right. who go to the gym and then they sore. That's a topical product. You can have internal products, which are ingestible products, right? That can be a tincture oil. That can be a capsule like a pill. That can be a gummy. Those are going to be your people who have maybe arthritis internally or they have anxiety or they deal with depression and they need something that they can take, right? Get them ingestible. Or you can have beauty products. Some love, a lot of my ladies love my face mask. I got a face mask. I have a face moisturizer, right? Um, uh, a lightning germ, I, I mean, serum, a serum that they can put around their eyes when they get those little bags under their eyes. So if you're a woman or if you're a woman influencer, you might want to be on the beauty side. Or you might just want people to get super high. And then you want the highest flower ever. You yep. feel me? You like, yo, I'm coming with that exotic shit, that real, that real exotic. That's cool too if that's your brand. But know your brand. If you want to get into cannabis, pick your lane and boss hog that lane for a minute. Run your run your checkup, you know, get you to fifty thousand a month, get to a hundred thousand a month in your business, and then you can kind of start expanding out. Great knowledge, great game. Now, what's your affiliation with uh Black Wall Street? So uh, I'm the uh, I'm the co founder and COO of the new Black Wall Street. So everybody who's listening in, I'm gonna say, say this earlier, make sure y'all follow at Good Feeling Hemp online as well. Follow at Good, Good Feeling Hemp. And then go follow uh, uh, blackwall.st, blackwall.st. We almost had a million followers. So we're one of the largest media companies in America. We have um, 876,000, I think right now on Instagram, another 140,000 on Facebook. Uh, we've been growing the brand like crazy, man. We just uh, we just uh, created a podcast studio, actually. I think you've been saying that, that on yeah, my story, tapping in. bro. The podcast studio is fucking dope, bro. I had a we had an artist come in and paint around. It's like we got like uh, Muhammad Ali. We got uh, pictures of um, Michael Jackson at the top. It's like a whole bunch of legendary black people influence. So the whole thing about Black Wall Street, we the new Black Wall Street. So the original Black Wall Street that was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, right. are technically Greenwood, Oklahoma, if we want to be specific. That that comp that original Black Wall Street was black wealth, bro. And they had Black Wall Street all over the United States, right? But of course, racist white people came, burnt it all down. They didn't want to see the power of the black dollar. And it's a lot of people like Marcus Garvey or like Michael Mex who talked about how powerful we were before segregation. But then when we segregated with everybody else, now everybody want to keep up with the Joneses. So now instead of the black dollar circulating with us, it starts circulating with 
the white restaurants, the white the white plumbers, the the white you know mechanic, right? Instead of being us. So what we're doing is taking that power back on the digital scale, right? So we we're, we're global. We got people all over in Africa and Canada. People be calling into my show from all over the globe, and we're like, well, shit, online with the digital world, we can use the digital black dollar and all make each other rich and empower if we know where to shop, you know. So that's what. So we educated people on the the financial side of of how to get your finances right how to build your business i started a mastermind group it's called a bip mastermind community and in that community curtis all i do and all we really do is teach people how to make money online like if you never made money online but you have a business and you need to learn the skills to automate it though where you making money when you sleep I'm, I'm probably making money right now. I am. And I'm sitting here talking to you. You know what I'm saying? Because I have systems set up that's automating and talking to people online. Ads. I got ads running on Facebook, on TikTok, on YouTube, on LinkedIn. These ads are running right now. These are my dollars making dollars for me, right? But I learned these things through um, experience in, right. in networking. And I got a degree in this, too. You know what I'm saying? I played college ball, and I studied business marketing. So I was using everything at this whole time to make sure I can make my play because nobody coming to save you. Right. If you listening right now, you black, bro, me and my family, like, I, I know, like, humbly, I'm the chosen one. Humbly, I'm the one in my family. If I don't make it, we fucked. Like, nobody coming to get us, bro. My cousins, my, my aunties call me for money. I'm 30. Right. Y'all calling me for stuff on the regular. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got it like that. I'm, I'm on the come up. I got to start up. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Gotta like, I got to make shit happen. But if we don't make it together, nobody else coming to save us, right? We're not getting reparations no time soon, my nigga. Sorry to tell y'all if y'all on, think we are. Hold on. Hold on. You triggered him. I'm about to trigger him. Hold on. Hold on. Watch out now. All right. Hey, we can talk about that too. I just. Hey, I hope so. I hope they come. But in the meantime, I'm going to make it happen. You feel me? No, thanks. Definitely. Now, if. If uh, if someone's interested in joining that group, how do they join? All right, so if you're interested in joining, you can uh, one, you can go to blackwallstreet.net, or you can go to um, go to my Instagram, Martel Matthews. If you go to my Instagram and just DM me, um, I'll bring you into the community. Right, I'll show you what we really got going on. And that's our main camera. That's why I'm looking right right. Oh yeah, you that. good. You, you good. Me? All right, cool. But yeah, yeah, that's that's how you can join. Um, you know, f um, follow us. You know, follow us and see what's up. Ask us any questions, right? Like, I want to make sure you the right person. We not for everybody, but we for the ones who want to be great, who really want to make money, who really want to make impact too. I start with money because I feel like that's what most of us lacking. You know, everybody talk about making impact, and that's cool, bro. I swear to God, my heart is more about making impact for my people than it is money. But I just know it take real money to make impact. It nice. take real money nice. to have power, and that's a fact. And a lot of times people act like that's not the fact because they don't got the money. So they try to act like, ah, <laughs> oh, money ain't all that. I mean, well, shit, it ain't all that. But if you want to make some moves in this world, moves, you going to need some capital. money, right? Yep. So, yeah, so, yeah. Man. So many gems being dropped. Y'all better tap in. In the Cut with Kurt James podcast. Y'all say we only talk about salacious topics. We're here to change that <laughs> in 2024. Just letting y'all know. My guy Martel. We got to stop by that podcast studio, too. Once it's all Definitely like, gotta check said and done, I'm trying to pull up. For sure. For sure. You got to keep the salacious topics, too, though. We need the ratchet and we need the righteous. <laughs> exactly. We need the it's a nice blend. It's, you know what I'm saying? Everything is needed. Everything is needed. That's the conversation we're having. You know what I'm saying? Everything is needed. I be telling boys that. Okay. I ain't like... <laughs>
It's a nice, <laughs> it's a nice blend. Versatility is what we try to, is what we try to uh, show. How Yo. you know what good is if you ain't got bad? Hey, Facts. Hey, man. You see, what? we talk about everything. We What's talk the about sunshine without the, the rain? You know what Facts. I'm saying? You need to know that. Big Real facts. quick, before we in this segment, anybody off mic, off camera, got anything to say? Any questions to ask? No? Any questions? Well, before we end, you know, what is... What is what is the vision? What it, for the future of your company? Like where where do you see your company going? Wh- which company? Uh, good feelings. <laughs> which company? <laughs> real talk. <laughs> nah, I was just wondering for real. The yeah, hemp. the hemp company. Okay, for sure. Um, so where I see my hemp company going, I see us. Um, I'm gonna just talk about 2024 because because that's that's okay. where we are right yeah. now, right? So this year, uh, y'all are gonna see us partner with a a lot of lot of high level influencers and celebrities, and it's the reason why I'm gonna do that. So I believe that the whole world is full of followers and it's a few leaders, but most of most of the world, even the leaders are followers. So if you connect the right, you connect your product and your brand to the right leaders, right, that, that have everybody following them, that's how you can actually have mass impact and that's how you can have exponential growth. I'm only about exponential growth this year, right? Right now, it's all exponential growth. How do we take over these markets? My big play, and I'll tell y'all on camera, right? The big play when I first, when I make my real couple hundred million, like type of exit, is gonna be because I'm gonna have a d- distribution side of this business in the cannabis space where I have warehouses that I create in the southern region. Right now, if you look at it, the, the east coast and the west coast has all of the cannabis in the dispensary type of vibes, the real distribution warehouses, not just selling. But if you think about Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Arizona, um, you think about this whole little belt that we have coming up, right? There's not a distribution warehouse juggernaut yet, right? So if you create something that Good Feeling Hemp is going to do, or and Martel Matthews as a CEO and brand, is create warehouses that are within each city, each state, um, and along major highways. A major highway is a big fact, big key. My boy Marcus Bowers taught me this. He owns She Happy Hair, and they made $100 million since 2012, since right now, right? Black man. Shout out me? Marcus. Yeah, yeah shout out talk. my boy. He's the CTO of my company, too. But Marcus taught me that if you're going to build a business, make sure it's off a highway. The highway, everybody can see it. Um, 18 Willis can get on and exit with ease. So if a big company comes and says, oh, man, I look, I want to buy your infrastructure, and they want to give you $100 million to buy your infrastructure because they see you have 20 to 30 different Apple, like um, warehouses all around the, the United States, they're going to come and buy from you. You sell the exit because you build to exit, right? So when he asked me about the vision, I'm talking about the exit, right? All of my, the million dollars I'm raising right now, they're investing in me because of the exit. The people who giving me money, they want to get the money when we exit. So how do you exit, right? So this is one of our exit, exit strategies is being able to buy the land, buy the building, and then when I sell the company, I sell the building. I don't sell the land. I still own it. So now I done sold you the building, Curtis. I done sold you the building, Dre, another building, and you still got to pay me rent. Still got to pay you rent. And you still hit me with a big... 100 million check or a big real check right now that, that's like a seven to eight year plan but imagine that i can do that in less than a decade most of us underestimate what we can do in a decade and we overestimate what we can do in one year if you stop just thinking about one year and you start thinking about what you can do in the next seven years ten years you'll see how you can really execute some shit that's beyond your biggest dreams and that's what my mind been lately right i'm thinking like i'm thinking like the chinese the chinese they they do business plans for 20 years the Americans, they engineer minded, right? A lot of the, a lot of the, the the Asian people, the Americans, we do business plans for one one year and one quarter, 
We think what we're going to be at the end of this year. Right. They think what we're going to be at the end of 100 years. That's a good business plan for them. So I've been trying to change my mindset to think at that level so that way I'm vibrating and I'm shifting my paradigm to be able to be that level of individual um, even when I'm still me. I'm still Mo, I'm still Martel from the Mo. Right. I'm still Moolah, <laughs> baby. You feel me? But I'm also a CEO who can think on that higher level and um, make exit plans for the future, Dre. Absolutely. Uh, great answer, man. G3. All right, first of all, I got 41 acres of Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> my family, my family. Yep. You know, we, oh, my God. We need to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <shut up. laughs> Second, though, um, what would you say is the um, biggest hindrance for the for our community, what's holding us back right now? Mm, I think it's a few things. That's a heavy question because there's so many. Um, we want to let's take it from a business point of view. I right. say, what's hold, what's the biggest thing that's holding us back, business? I would say it's our, I would say personally, it's our limiting belief. I would say that yeah. we haven't seen a lot of people do amazing things in our community, so we feel like it's the outlier. Like for a lot of the Caucasian community, they average grandmother and grandfather have a lot of money. So they grow up and it's just, it's natural. We're going to have money in our bank account. We're going to live good. It feels natural to them. For the black community, we all got that one uncle, that one cousin. You, it may be you, it may be your family, but usually in most families, it's a few who doing really good, everybody else just kind of doing average. That's what it's like in business right now for black people. I think that's why Nipsey Hussle meant so much to me and meant so much to the world because Nip was somebody who came from where everybody done been almost nothing and, and made something out of itself and took it to a business level that we never seen before. And so when you see people like Nipsey Hussle come into the world and do something revolutionary and speak about it, but keep it real too, authentic too, we don't, we don't have a lot of that. And we missing that in the black community. And people like the people in this room and myself who are starting to speak up, we are those new people, you know what I'm saying? It's starting to become normalized. And I really think that our generation, the millennials are gonna change the world. I've been saying that my whole life, you know what I'm saying? We the ones in the black community, the millennials are the ones who gonna really take the take the take the baton of this track and take it to that next level where our kids and our kids kids are going to be living how we grew up looking older white people living they, it's going to be natural because it won't be so out of the ordinary it won't be so you know obscure obscure it'll be more natural so i think that a lot of times we have limited vision we like a horse that's that's racing and we got these bifocals on where we only can see the track and we don't realize all the other things that we can do. So s solutions, right? Because I'm always, what's the problem? Then what's the solution? I'm solution-based too, oriented. So one of the solutions for me is creativity, bro. We have to use creativity and we have to use each other. So we can creatively start to build platforms. That's why I started the Business Empower Mastermind community. I'm using creative ways to build platforms and net leverage to say, bro, how are we going to how we gonna get you to 10000 a month? Right? How we gonna get you? How we gonna how we gonna get you to a thousand a month online? Then we gonna go ten. Then we gonna flip that to twenty. Now we gonna flip that to forty. How we gonna play the double game? I'm very I'm very like direct about shit because that's how you get shit done. And if you really set a real goal about it, if you building a business, you building something, How do we get to this? It don't have to be. You ain't gotta be making a million dollars a month right away, my nigga. Most people, let's keep it a book. Most people, if they made an extra four to five thousand on the side of their regular job, that changed their whole life. Changed their whole life. Online money, just coming in, coming in. And if you get the systems we use, the AI tools we use, the all the things that we do and we set it up, you put the money. 
it changed your whole life, but you don't know what you don't know. And so because I've been blessed to learn the game and to also get around other people who know more than me, you feel me? Now I'm trying to bless the game to others. So I think creativity and I think being able to leverage each other, that black equity, you know what I'm saying, that group economics, that's going to help us get out of being ignorant because we don't know things and get out our own way so we can be successful as a black community. I like that. I like that. Great question, G3. This was a great segment. I appreciate Martel Matthews. Y'all go follow Good Feeling Hemp on all platforms. Follow Black Wall Street as well. Sure. And then what's your handle as well? As Martel Matthews, just my first last name, M-A-R-T-E-L Matthews, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S. You know, my friends call me Moolah. You can call me Mr. Matthews. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. <laughs> Let's get it. In the cup with Kurt James Podcast. Let's Dress, go. Um, real quick, I was... At the gas station, and I saw this lady order ten black and milds. Jeez. Ten <laughs> black. Wait, wait, wait. Miles. So she just ain't buy two, two. Singles? She bought two packs or just singles? Singles. She, oh yeah, she crackhead. Ten black and milds. Yeah, she that a bitch had a long month. <laughs> What's the price point on the singles? Would I'm not sure, but that she gotta was, be a dollar shit. Hey, if there was the jazz, <laughs> it was it was eighty nine cent. That's why. I, that's what it was. I said ten black There's and miles. Nothing smart about going to the counter and be like, yeah, let me get ten wood. <laughs> Single wine. <laughs> wine Individual, of course, right? Gotta be wine. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Wine, wine too high class. It was probably jazz. It, the jazz. If I see a bitch with a jazz. You know what time she on. She is crazy. You know what time she on. My goodness. She's a drug addict. Facts. Now, while we on this, while we on this, let's let's let each other talk before I get this off. They've been killing me in the comments Mm -hmm. uh, about the little Vietnamese bitch. Y'all going crazy over her, by the way. Like, I don't understand that. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, niggas will put on a cape or will give the benefit of the doubt or more grace to individuals outside of the culture. <laughs> outside of the culture. Then they do their own people. Yeah. Y'all will call us like your favorite person, Charleston White, and many others will criticize brothers for the smallest shit, but y'all will give grace to anybody outside of the culture. I just had to throw that out there, right? Because niggas know better. Don't say y'all. Cause I ain't one I'm, of them I'm speaking to I'm, I'm speaking to everyone ain't nobody to the camera. Pass over here. Ah, uh, well, okay, yeah, okay. You're right. You're right. <laughs> he gave me a look like <laughs> I'm, on every, I'm on everybody's ass. Is that how cricket, Connor? I told you. Don't it call straight? it codes. Okay, what you okay, call okay. it cultural rule appropriation. See, Dre fucked me up when he said code switching because I was gonna go the cultural appropriation route. Every then he said if they code switch it, and that triggered me to go more in depth with code switching. Whether or not that was her environment or anything. She talking like that on fucking purpose. That's yeah. what I'm it's saying. It's unnatural. You're doing that shit on, on purpose. I, I so saw that. more videos. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. He got the you cape on. You can tell by the content of the video Facts. that it was intentional. And then as you watch more videos, it's like you could tell she kind of forcing it. She did eating egg rolls. Did y'all listen food. to her, her her Asian accent? Because I don't know her. her, her that whole sound perfect. That whole <laughs> was precise. <laughs> was perfect. Like that whole. Was she going to hit it every day? And broke English. That's what she, I'm she saying. Talk how you talk in the house. No, even no. Her, the fuck sounded Asian. It sounded, yeah. Like, no, bro. It ain't going to sound black. She not black. So it's cultural appropriation. And see, bro. I hate how, because people are trying to say, well, why, why as black people, y'all want to claim, or y'all want 
I'm, you know where I'm going. First of all, I'm riding with my cousin here because a lot of y'all that be in the comments, and we want y'all to be engaged. We want y'all to come in. <laughs> but if you know that can't nobody come in back, stay your puss ass over there because don't come talk shit to me if I can't talk shit to you. And half you, it be motherfuckers want to say the rudest shit, and you go to respond some some, some very – Nice shit. Like, not even finna say nothing wild back. Well, this person doesn't allow coming. Well, what the fuck should you be allowed to come in for, cocksucker? <laughs> fuck you, li- <laughs> you lit liquor. <laughs> Fucking hate you, puss ass internet trolls. <laughs> be a real one. Be a real one. And y'all are destroying this man because he misused the word. <laughs> he didn't mean cold switcher until the dumb broad who tried to define cold switcher and got it wrong. How you gonna raise your hand and answer the question? Now we've wrong. been talking about code switching this whole time we've been here. Do y'all think we code switch? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. All the time? Oh, yeah. I don't code switch. He's a liar. He, he's lying. I swear I don't. I would yeah, but you I don't yeah, sir, no white man. That no, ain't code switching. Now look. I just toned down my nigga. That's that, all I that's exactly. code switching. That ain't code switching. Okay, switch. and we're gonna call it that because if I'm in social settings. Like, I, I speak like this. Dre will tell you. We'll go out. I didn't have black chicks say, oh, you talk white, or just because you I'm articulate properly. yourself. This is how I speak. Yeah. But I just might refrain from saying certain words, certain words like the N-word, Co- around my white friends Code, and other people. Code switching is an adaptive linguistic mechanism. That's all it is. You yeah. are adapting. This, this is how I answer the phone at work. Did it. This is how I answer the phone at work. Thank you for calling Specs. My name is Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> That's code switching. Do you know how hard it is to code switch when your name is Jarvis? <laughs> like, he made Jarvis sound less like This, could be any, <laughs> this is could Jarvis. Be anybody on the phone to tell the word nut Jarvis come out? Oh, it's a nigga. You <laughs> <laughs> ain't got a choice. The, <laughs> the only, the only other. Fucking entity named Jarvis was what that spaceship. That's the only fucking thing. <laughs> else in history. They talking about Mars. Nothing in between. Uh, uh, yeah, from Marvel. Yeah. Like, okay. While well, we are okay, um, let me just talk about this. Is it okay? Cold switching. Anthony Edwards got into some hot water. It. I wanted to ask y'all this last week. Is it? Have y'all ever asked for an abortion? Or like ask the chick did. for an Oh, is it okay to ask someone for an abortion? Yes. <laughs> I'm yes just asking the I'm first just asking because okay, they was yeah, killing him. Sure. I'm just saying, is it okay to ask the question? Yes. Yeah, like, can sure. we consider an abortion? Well, let's, he didn't have no tact. Put put it no, he had plenty of tact. No, see, no, you cause she gonna keep the baby out of spite. I would have been like, hey, look, my mom's so did gonna she come get it over there and take Yo, no. gonna, I'm gonna massage, look, look. I'm gonna make her feel good. So she asked, I'm gonna fly a nurse out there for you. If I'm Anthony Edwards, but it's fake. Saying, it's only cause you wanted to have the abortion. Yes. <laughs> yes. He he should have had more tact in that situation. Let's just put it, it he was going real. crazy. First of so all, did she have it or not? We don't know. Apparently. First of all, whatever happens to any of them, um, I don't feel bad. And, and I'm a big fan of Ant-Man because he's he top 10 in the league right now? Yes. But he, not top five yet? Not top, yet. Top 10, though. Not yet. I don't know. I said I don't. I not top five yet. I'm just asking the question. He top ten though. That nigga Paul. So the thing about it is, bro, he not top ten. But yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, we'll give you a mic. Yeah. So I, I, as a man with not a lot of money, when it comes to the social ladder, <laughs> I don't understand like the simp activities of niggas with a bunch of money. Like, 
if I got a hundred million dollars, I want the baddest virgin bitch in America. I do not want no bitch that has been used and abused. I do not want to get. I'm not impregnating Chief Keith, baby mama. Ain't no fucking way I'm having kids with a bitch. If I'm a hundred million dollar nigga, I'm allergic to bitches with kids. <laughs> yeah, facts. I'm with oh, you. Big facts. How many kids you got? I have one. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's in? facts, though. That's facts. I'm with for you. Numerous reasons. That, for one, that pussy to be stitched back up. It's not the same. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. <laughs> time mark. Time. Yeah. What's the time mark on that? Yeah, yeah. That's sad. We had an hour. And we had an hour and eight. Okay, we can edit that. But like, bro, like, I don't understand why y'all got all this money. Y'all want to pass these bitches around to each other. I don't understand. That. That's the industry thing, though. Bro, these niggas is kids. Everybody fucking. Everybody fucking. Like swap bitch. and spit, bro. These, that's some real like weirdo action. That's the industry In thing. In a way, it's almost like at least ain't nobody getting no new money. That's <laughs> got you. I'm with you though. I'm not afraid that nobody. With I'm kids, not gonna though. lie. The one thing I understand about gold diggers is they see the money and they see the money so much they forget to get the money. A lot of gold diggers do that. They just want to be around the money. And niggas that don't have money don't really understand that. That's why they go get their money away. But the, uh, the the concept is for the women to want to be around the woman, the money. You don't actually have to give it to them. Don't y'all realize rich people don't really pay for shit? Yeah. Nigga, like, niggas get rich, and then everybody gives them shit. We want you to wear our shit. We want you to, you know what I'm saying? We want you to be seeing our shit. Like, these motherfuckers is out here with the same bitch over and over. For what? That's the industry, though. We need to put more blame on this nigga, because why is you hitting bitches raw that you don't want no baby with? It Come on, man. It feels better. <laughs> Nah, fuck that. Okay, <laughs> pull that dick out. Thank Raw you. Yeah, but you gotta pull that motherfucker out. You still going and raw with you? Case, hey, in this case, raw is war. Hey, what's <laughs> 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 hey, We living in an attitude era. <laughs> this nigga, this nigga got Bro, tripping. Why is you having? And then you got a gal on the side raw of you. Got a black crazy. woman at that, and you creeping first. You creeping with she the other side. She weak too. She huh? weak too. Fuck if she weak or not, you creeping with the nah, other side. Nah, fuck that. Then you, you, you getting up pregnant. You don't get no weak nigga pregnant. You don't no. get no weak nigga pregnant. Like, niggas so with money, are the, they, they weak on hoes. They so soft, they just. But he hitting someone, weak. she weak and he hitting her raw. That's the you problem. Which one? The, the OnlyFans or the, the only baby mama? Yeah, yeah, the OnlyFans. You hitting her raw, she weak, and you and you busting in her. And then you 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 know then you then you getting all the feedback from 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 knocking a hoe up. Nigga, that's and then you send a hundred thousand dollars. Like I'm not gonna lie, that pussy didn't say, look like it was all there. Before we get off no, this, no before way. we get off this, y'all know chicks be lying. Oh, I'm on the pill. Bitch, I go get the tail. But, but you got to be I'm not doing that though. Yeah. First of all, what's wrong with y'all? Because if I'm worth a hundred million dollars, everybody getting a fucking facial anyway. Like everybody getting uh, a oh you got. Like no, I'm not. I'm not shooting none oh. of y'all. You know, make sure this shit hit the air. Got to. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Yeah, but before we get off this, camera still good. It's okay to ask for an abortion. Shit, it's okay to ask for anything when you got a hundred million dollars. Shit, it's okay to ask. I ain't true. All right, off this. Um, Especially with a real quick, bitch. the Jonathan Majors verdict. All right. Um. 
He was charged with one misdemeanor and one violation. He wasn't charged with the most serious um, of the assault charges that we saw. Now, with that being said, this goes back to our Snow Bunny crisis uh, conversation. <sighs> when the OnlyFans girl killed the African brother and women, I'm not going to say who, but women online were saying, we don't feel sorry for him. That's what you get, basically. And somebody died and was murdered. Y'all can y'all can kind of guess who I'm talking about. Now, <laughs> I spoke with Buck about... Me too. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was just about this. I saw a lot of black women saying they don't feel sorry for Jonathan Majors. I know you don't feel sorry before you go. Let me ask them first. Do y'all feel sorry for Jonathan Majors? Not at all. Because when you're playing the snow, you might fall. See. If, this, if them shoes ain't slip resistant. Look, I was just about to say, what can you say? You can't play in the snow. But still, I mean, I still feel bad for him because he got charged with accidentally hurting his, his chick. That's, That's what I'm saying. Not even a felony. It was a misdemeanor. It, it, he he accidentally hurt her finger. Did you see the bitch? He should have been charged with accidentally fucking with her. That bitch was so goddamn <laughs> She a weak. She, she trash. Apparently, she, he met her when he was on the come up. I'm not saying that excuses anything. I'm just saying. And that's who you pick? (laughs) (laughs) On the come up. That's my come up. She with me through the struggle. That's who you picked to hold you down? That speaks volumes. Maybe black women won't fuck with him. Y'all know certain black women won't fuck with you until you get to a certain status. Let's not act like that's not true. That speaks volumes on how good of an actor he is because he acts like he's cool. (laughs) He's clearly not. He's not. I'm not saying he's cool. I'm just... No, I, he got corny. He got corny nigga vibes. You can you can look at him and see he got corny uh, nigga vibes. Maybe he couldn't get the Megan Good when he was on the come up. Well, he and got the a snow now, bunny. So was clearly he with ain't because he, he got the money. Woman. When you got the money, you can get any bra. He could have got a black woman on the come up. Yes, yes. He could, nigga, it's, it's easy. It's to not get that hard to get black it's women. Not hard. Man, I don't know. He man. Bro, certain, all you gotta do is black women. All you gotta cruel. No, all you have to do is believe in yourself. Yeah, the reason, that's true. That's the true. reason that motherfuckers can't get black black women I, because they don't have hey, enough confidence. I got Aisha on the come up. You a different nigga though. I'm saying somebody like Jonathan Majors, who y'all say has corny people it's vibes. Not hard, bro. Maybe they wasn't fucking with him when he was coming up. That's so every fault. black woman not fucking with him. I just say I'm just saying, saying maybe I'm trying, I'm trying to shoot some bell. He he he. He I'm hit on the white, some bell. He hit on a white lie. woman. He and he thought he was Gucci. Like that boy Dr. Umar just said on, on, oh, on, we the, Joe, to on the Joe, Joe Budden podcast. Why he shouldn't have been playing in the snow? I ain't gonna lie. But hold bro. on, real quick. But I ain't gonna lie. If you gonna and play, I might fucked have, up. But if you are up. going to play in the snow, because you would play in the snow too. Who? You. Not don't really. lie. Well, I hit a white bitch. Okay, then that's playing in the snow. That's no, no, that's different. It's different levels. If you're dating white women, that's playing in the snow. And one thing about it, if you gon' if you gonna play in the snow, fucking a white woman is also playing in the snow. But dating a white woman, that's just that's like That's taking it too far. That's, you you were playing <laughs> it. <laughs> My thing is you gonna play in the snow, you cannot get in the physical you can't get no type of altercation with no white woman. Exactly, bro. You're not you, you're already, not winning that. You already risking a rape case when you fuck her. Rape, abuse, all that. Now we, we might have bleeped this out, but you said I'm gonna hit the white bitch. We ain't turned down no face. Off mic, <laughs> off mic. <laughs> hour and seven minutes and forty seconds. I'm just trying to call niggas just out for their for hypocrisy. That's all I want to say. Stop lying. I'm not turning down no fade. 
But he just said playing in the snow is hitting a, is hitting a white bitch. I don't think that's true. And he's, I don't think that's if that's the case. I have played in the snow. Okay, I know I have we played. all have. I have played. We all have but played in the snow. But I would never frolic. I'm not actively. I'm not actively. I'm not actively pursuing a relationship with a white woman. I'm not gonna lie. That ain't me. Having but a, I will fuck. A, I will fuck. As a good. as a black man, having a white girl is like. It's almost a form of mental illness. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, bro, it's almost a form of mental illness. Like, like to be like, there's just too many red flags with white women for me. Yeah. I don't want it. I do want the pussy though. You gotta look at. <laughs> oh yeah, you want to hit the bitch? But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not scrolling, trolling, looking for the white women. That's not but, me. No, y'all have to. Y'all have to look at it I'll like this. Will come my it's, way. It's we got, like we, we about to get off this. It's like ahead, dating a hoe, right? Let's say you date the neighborhood hoe, right? I love. And she treats you good, right? Yeah. The neighborhood hoe treats you good. It's all good until she cheats on you. Soon as she cheats on you, it's like, uh, nigga, you had to see that coming. <laughs> What about Tory? A black woman send Tory to jail. Oh, they gonna do that, bro. <laughs> oh, no, 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 it was his fault, no. A black woman sent a black man to jail. Nigga, we ain't throwing her no bail either. Okay. <laughs> you know, that, was, was that, was 50, that was 50-50, though. You know, he could have won, could have lost. She Guess what? You know why he's in jail? You know why Tory Lanez is in jail? We about to get off this. We about to get off because this. Because he defended a not black woman. Because if he just said Kelsey did it, he wouldn't be in jail. I right ain't going to lie. He in jail because of himself and, and another black man, the driver. Them yeah, driver hold him. He in jail. If you would have never made that phone call, you would have never made that phone call and had that on tape, and, and if his, and, and, and if the driver would have stood up as soon as the shit happened, it's a wrap. And if the non-black bitch had already took the stand with immunity, Go tell on her. Yeah, exactly. I agree. All right, now let's get off this real quick. But was, real quick, just, just yes or no. Y'all don't, I feel so bad for Jonathan Majors. You don't, obviously. Fuck no. I feel bad for him. Fuck him, you know? <laughs> You're doing too much, nigga. We still watching Marvel movies then? We, we ain't boycotting Marvel, are we? No. It's not Marvel 4. And another thing, you should, he should he should have known not to fuck with that white woman. Her hair not short. They don't really fuck with black women. <laughs> they don't really fuck with black men if they hair okay, not short. Okay, all right, short. we all, we, 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 we all this. Hair, like shoulder length. Them is not the white bitches that you need to go to. <laughs> go to the white hole with the table. With the bar. With the bar. <laughs> them, if you see a white okay, if you see a white bitch with a neon wig on, that's the white hole you need to pursue. You don't have to pursue them anyway. But it, <laughs> you see a Hillary Duff white bitch, run. You hit hold up, before I end this. You're hitting Hillary Duff. Oh my, <laughs> most certainly. That that white bitch thick. Okay. Have you seen her lately? That whole been yeah, she, she pregnant yeah. right now. Pregnant pussy is cool. All right, now real quick, real quick. Neil Long wig for the I white saw woman. this. Boosie was getting on his son for Boosie. wearing the shiesty mask. Hell yeah. Agree. You agree? Yeah. As far yeah. as what? Because like 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 he explained, Boosie was saying that just like you 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 looking at it as fashion. But old school cash, you pull up, a, you hopping out the vehicle. I Two thought you got on ski mask. I thought you'd be they against this. They go, no, because no, I ride, I, I wear a shiesty all the time with my when I ride my motorcycle. So, but first thing I'm doing when I when I get to the public place, for sure, that bitch off. for sure. You know what I'm uh, that's understandable like, when you riding a bike but, but, though. But no, but understandable. So when, when Hold on, let him go, let him finish. Yeah. Let him finish. But like what Boosie was saying, bro, them boys, them boys, like especially young kids. You know, you, so a lot of young kids jump out the car excited. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it, and it, sometimes it, it just look crazy, it look but bad. they just be happy. Mm-hmm. 
now, now put a poo shiesty mask on top of that. Yeah. I think you about to come get me. Facts. Like and and honestly, before I before I'm thinking, I'm pulling. And I can I can see what he's saying. OGs, grown people. When when we see people with the mask on, some we feel like somebody about to get hit. Mm-hmm. I just I'm not going in a club if you if, if I if I'm if I go to a spot and I see a whole bunch of brothers in a blue poosh icy mask, I'm leaving. Not just I'm that, sorry. bro. Like I'm, I, out, <laughs> I'm yes, out of yeah, there. You saw that fuck, yesterday. Stop <laughs> fucking being followers. Stop being followers. Y'all don't even know what y'all following. Like y'all don't know. The, a lot of these kids these days don't know the backstory behind the shit that they partaking in. Like, bro, you look like a fucking armed robber. Criminal. You, you, you're, the nigga who started this trend is currently in jail. <laughs> Y'all can't even enjoy his music. He's in jail. Acceptable is at the ski lodge. Yes. Because <laughs> it's a ski mask. <laughs> it's literally a ski mask. And even then, you might be scaring some people and, and like, but, Even there. But that ain't my fault, though. I feel that. I understand <laughs> I that. To do with me. Now, yeah. I know Philly passed a law. Which was smart. I'm cool with a federal ban on it. I'm Phil- sorry. <laughs> I can't. I can't go that far. No. Don't one one bad apple don't spoil it for no, everybody. No. Else. No. 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 It not a federal ban. But context. Context. If you're not riding a motorcycle or in <laughs> cold now weather we talk about y'all, Jarvis. If you are not in an activity that warrants the use of a ski mask, you do not. If you if, if you didn't walk into the high school. And it's 65 degrees outside. Bitch, suspend that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> still good. Make an example out of his ass. Yeah. Cause no, okay. in Philadelphia it's reasonable because that's the uh, weather and it's a typically no. But I'm saying in Philadelphia it's a typically violent place. It's a place where crime is is prevalent, and you don't want something that's usually criminal like norm normalized. Right. Like, we don't need motherfuckers to just be walking around with poo shiesty masks for the fuck of it. And then shit just pop off and it's convenient because you already in a fucking ski mask. Like, yeah. It just look bad, bro. Especially like in 65, 70 degree weather, like. Crazy. If a nigga in a Nike Tech in a, in a ski mask, yeah, you know he finna, he up to no good. Mm-hmm. Even if he not, you that's what you suspect. And, and let's contextualize this from Boosie's perspective. All these kids want to be, you know, gangster. This nigga did all the shit that he did, so y'all don't have to do that. If a real gangster tell you to take that shit out, I mean, be more smart. But niggas like looking like criminals nine days. They want to appear that way. That's why they suck at being criminals, because they want to look the part. <laughs> Suck at being criminals because there's cameras everywhere. Well, you gotta understand, and it's bro. You can do whatever the fuck you want, bro. We live in an age where everything is about looking the part, right? Most people don't realize being the part is never going to involve looking the part. Rich people don't drive Maybachs and shit. They drive Corollas. Yeah. Like if I got money, the last thing I want to look like is I have money. I don't That's why Anthony Edwards said this chain fake in that interview. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said all this jewelry I be all wearing this, fake. Nah, real. Sif, this, Sif on the weekend. <laughs> boys bring out the car. All right, real quick. They real quick. Corolla. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they tried a Corolla during the, the week. Can we yeah. short on time? We short on time. Uh, Real quick. Um, A lot of stuff I want to ask real quick. Uh, 
Best American point guard. We asked this. We talked about this in a group chat before. Currently, no, you gotta say young, cause young American, yeah. Yeah. Not true point guard or just motherfucker playing the position. There's no right. There is no true point guard. American. I got Ja. Yeah, I'm going Ja too. I got Halliburton. Halley o- over Fox over and Ja. Fox and Ja. Okay, so I watched Halliburton live the other day, and. The man just had a 2020 game, no turnover. He was that yesterday, yeah. Like, he did had several streaks of 30-plus assists, like, no turnovers. No turnovers. It's, it's impressive, but I don't think that he better than him right now. No. I mean, they went to the the end-season uh, t- tournament. But I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I don't think I'm not going to lie. That, that John Moran shit is the popular answer. He still got some steps to take before he's gonna he's gonna be able to make that impact he needs to make. He already elevated. What you mean? They already go. They probably when, make when it get, when you get already. to the playoffs, you know what the fuck is happening. I'm finna blow my man, and I'm finna go into this motherfucking brick wall, and that shit don't work during the playoffs. Has Halliburton like, gotten to the playoffs? Shit, he's a lot younger than. What, is he? he? Nah, they not. They're about the same age, but you gotta remember, Tyrese Halliburton went to college. Right. John Wick, uh, no, he John. went to college, but John ja, ja Morant got out of there. No, he went to college. We re- no, what I'm saying we realized what John ja Morant was. He got he the fuck out of there. He wasn't one and done, was he? No, he nah, went three he, years in college. He played two. Two or three? He two. played two. And Halle played how many? At least four. No. Four? He, he like no. two or three. Two or three? They ain't the same age, though. They ain't come out the same year. They close. They, like, they like one or two they years ain't apart. That far. They ain't that far apart. They like a year apart. I still got, I still got Halliburton. I like the pace. I, I like a lot of stuff about him. With John ja Morant. John ja Morant is just like the rest of the Memphis. You can only take it so far. <laughs> you got to stop. You got to stop. Who? The, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, the AI John ja comparison is, is wild to me. Like, it's very wild. It's not far. It's, it's not far until, this nigga, until this nigga get a 50 ball, it is. <laughs> If yeah. I'm that good, I don't give a fuck what everybody else could do. That's the difference between niggas like me and niggas like y'all because we like team basketball. I don't give a fuck about team basketball. We all got the same objective. Put the ball in the hole. So and if quick. I'm the nigga that's doing it the most, keep bringing it here. Like, that's a cardinal. <laughs> Halliburton has a team dynamic where, look, bro, I am dictating the flow of this shit. Like, we go as I go. I watch that shit. That you see the in-season tournament game? They guard him like a playoff game, and he looked like he didn't belong. Which one of these other niggas was there for us to see? I was suspended. And shit, you asked me, it wasn't long enough. I need to suspend his motherfucking <laughs> nah, daddy. Nah, stop, stop. <laughs> now, real quick, now, real quick. Suspend his My daddy. Now, real quick. Um. I still got Halliburton. Ja, ja got to play. So the King, so the King should have kept Halliburton over Fox. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Well, uh, Fox is a extremely good. He hooping this year too. Oh, he's a talent. He is special, right? I'm scared of. I'm scared of his ceiling because of what his game is predicated on. Like, nigga, the nigga already been in the league what five, six years. Something like that, yeah. He only got by three more moving that fucking fast. 
He only got about three more years of moving that fucking fans. And if he don't cross that hump before then, we saw Derrick Rose be the most dynamic nigga to ever play the point guard position. And then guess what? Father Time caught up with him. And now niggas want to lie and sit up there like he got a jump shot. <laughs> no. No. He doesn't. Now, all right, now, off this, because we got to get off. Um, Sean Payton out of line for how he treating Russell Wilson. Man, fuck Russell. And I don't even like <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> we may not like Russell Wilson, but Sean Payton, I think, is kind of out of pocket for how he... How he coming at Russell Wilson, honestly. Yeah, the, son, the, the shit he was telling Russell Wilson not to do, he was telling, he didn't say Drew, nothing to Drew Brees Drew about Drew Brees. Man, yeah, fuck I, Sean I, Payton. I, I, I got a little bit more knowledge on this. It, it was a money move. It's it was like, a money. It's, it's to save the Broncos money because they plan on shipping Russell out. So, basically, if Russell would have got hurt or if he would have played these last two games, he would have got some guaranteed money. Like, I want to say like 20-something million more in guaranteed money. So, with him sitting out, for the rest of the year, that that's letting everybody know they plan on dealing them, and and Sean Payton saving the Broncos. But it was a it was a money move and it was a power move. Like who yeah. who, pause who got look the who, big who got the bigger dick? But look that's who look who y'all trying to compare him to? Who y'all trying to compare this nigga to Drew Brees? Yeah, you can't you do mean? that, bro. Drew Brees, hey, ain't we as good this. as Drew Brees is. Russell Wilson ain't that far off. Now, you a motherfucking no. lie. You a motherfucking lie. Drew Brees lie. had no one. When? Do you realize Name his receivers. Marcus Colston? That nigga was a monster. <laughs> did you know him before Drew Brees? Who the fuck, who the fuck did uh, who fuck Russell Wilson ever had? What you mean? Besides, what's bro? He had the Go Legion of Boom. Marshawn Lynch. Defense. Defense. Marshawn Lynch. This bitch Lock is. it. Dog, when the when the Seahawks was winning Super Bowls, it was a defense. You won it. Russell Wilson throw the ball ten times, fifteen times yeah, maximum. Yeah, but that, who the fuck they had? No, no. They had Don't act like them bitch the, uh, said the, the Saints won that Super Bowl with nobody. They don't do that. Saints had a squad. They had Bush. And they had a defense. And, and, the, de- no, de- de- and the defense, defense was crazy. And the defense. How? Drew Brees was. Drew Brees. How many top five passing categories is Drew Brees in? all them bitches. Okay, Russell Wilson ain't going to make it to none of them bitches. The bitch paid 20 years. Well, Russell Wilson ain't gonna see twenty years. Drew Brees, Brett, Drew Drew Brees is better by far. Russell Wilson deserves the criticism he's been getting the no, past the fuck, two no. years. Yes, no, no, he no, do. I'm saying before yes, the, Sean, the Sean Payton shit is kind of overblown to me, and the Broncos what? asking him to like restructure your contract. Y'all niggas got me and they fucked did that shit up. After, I'm taking they did that all shit. my money. They didn't just fuck do that. They didn't just ask that nigga that shit this last weekend. They asking that shit. Five six weeks ago to do like and before they, they played just the made Chiefs sure that shit. you didn't get all your guarantees. Did they? Yeah. Cause I yeah. know he he did an interview saying they wanted him yeah. to restructure his deal. I don't know if he did or not. Right. So, but that's the thing. Uh, I want to say that that deal is uh, structured around him playing so many games. Okay. We well, know how he doing it though. And then and then also he had an injury clause where if he got hurt mm-hmm. that he that he'd get the guaranteed money. It, well, you can't get hurt if you ain't if playing. I'm a GM, nigga. Fuck Russell. Yup. Sierra too. Well, oh, of course okay. it's a stop, big. Stop, stop. See, too now far. you going too far. <laughs> you going too far. That Kanye <laughs> mean that's too far, nigga. It's uh, a smart uh, business move. I get it, but it's still a dick move. You know what's they not? A, never, they ain't never. They ain't been on the same page. You, got you know what's not a smart business move? What? Having Russell Wilson as a starting quarterback Stop in 2023. He can start for the Falcons. That team trash. He can start for the who? Don't act like that team cold. He can. 
Who? I'm saying the Falcons. Who can't start for the Falcons? The Steelers. It's the, a Simeon in the league. The none Commanders. Of these it's a few teams. None of these the Colts. Man White in the league. It's a, he should Ooh. be in the league. Case starting. Kingdom still in the fucking league. Mm. Yeah, you, you see you Minnesota quarterback room? <laughs> now, okay, before we end this, before we end this, um, the Jets? Texas still make the playoffs. Yes. Y'all would love them on the Jets. Yeah, Cut it out. I don't want no fucking Russell Wilson. <laughs> we should have took Joe Flacco yeah, when it, yeah, when it first had. Yeah. He played the last year. Yeah, was yes. ass. No, he wasn't. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. He's not good this year. I'm gonna Nick, say, yes, he is. The team good. He's not good. Bro, this got 10 What you need to realize about Joe Flacco? I just realized it today. I put oh it in the group. God. Joe Flacco is going to the fucking Hall of Fame. And it's and oh, it, come on, cut that shit the fuck. He out. already got one. No, that no, what you got the Super Bowl. Y'all gotta understand about Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Jo- Joe Flacco. If he wins the Super Bowl, he will be one of three quarterbacks to have won Super Bowls with multiple teams. The other two being paid in the If he wins the Super Joe, Bowl, Browns Joe, not Browns not it, winning it, the Super Bowl. When the Ravens won the Super Bowl, who did this nigga beat to go to the fucking Super Bowl? He had a legendary and playoff Tom Brady. Run. The nigga had 11 touchdowns. Hall of Fame career. 4 0. Hall of Fame no career. No turnovers. Hall of Fame career is a that, stretch, that was, but. And that was with Jacoby Jones. When you look at this nigga career, he had yeah, a solid Bowl. NFL career. But solid is not Hall of Fame. That defense okay, and then you go Bowl, add his yeah. playoff resume, and he had no. an above. He got, resume. Win, he got to win a Super Bowl for him to go to the Hall one, of Fame. He got one. They, they, got, they got a ball. How many niggas in the that NFL Hall of got, Fame with no Super Bowl rings as a quarterback? Is that a in the Hall of Fame? Dan Marino. Dan Marino? It's a whole. Stat, it's stat, Dan Marino is a stat monster, right? Warren Moon. Warren Moon, another stat monster. Joe he, Flacco's Joe not going to the Hall of Fame, When you go look at it, he Cut it out. He's a Cut it out, and and that's because we don't look at the we don't look at. Even if he win, yeah, that's a fucking Hall of Famer. Even if Joe Flacco win this year, he still might not go to the Hall of Fame if they win. Joe Flacco not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, cut it out, cut it out. You wild for that? You wild? I'm not gonna lie. That defense won that Super Bowl. I did some research, and all you niggas gonna look like jackasses. Y'all niggas gonna look crazy. Texas make the playoffs. Texas still making the playoffs. Is CJ playing this week? Trevor Lawrence. Who they playing this week? Titans. They play the Titans and Trevor Lawrence. And then we play the Colts. And then we play the Colts. All we have to do is win out. Let's end it in the cut.